meal. All right. All right. We're back. Camera's on. Microphone's on. Guest is here. <laughs> uh, is before we get into our guest, had a good weekend. Fun weekend. Fun weekend. We had a blast. You had a better weekend than I did. Well, depending, no, on, did, depending on how better. you look at it, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty worn out right now. Like, I'm I'm, I'm on allergy meds. So you sound I'm, like shit. I, might be a little groggy. Might be COVID. No, 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 no. Mike, I was like, what? <laughs> uh, we went to Austin on Thursday. Thursday. That Thursday? Yeah. It was F1, Formula One out there. Yep. It was the beginning, so it didn't feel, like, too mm -hmm. crazy. It wasn't um, crazy yet, but definitely... Uh, yeah. And shout out to CRG. Yep. Shout out to uh, Cap Captain Twenty, Captain the 20. Cap. You know, I was thinking when we when we got to uh, Austin, and I, I don't do this shit anymore. Like I'm the get to a place, go to the hotel, room service, and then go to yeah. the gig and go home. And like, and we got in early because it was only like one direct yep. flight. And then you know, caught up with the homies, go to lunch, and I mean, that's hit my, two lunches yeah. in one hour, which is, that's, that's some five shit. That's always my thing. Like, I always try to connect with, like, people when I'm out there. Especially, I love Austin. Like, yeah. I like going there, hanging out. So, you know, we made plans, man. No, it felt really nice to do it. And what I realized is, like, it's important to do. That's yeah. why I wanted to bring it up today, because it's just like, damn, like, that's a shit I don't ever... I used to do, you know, but, like, it's good to see... Jaded it's good to see, yeah, 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 or tired, yeah. or old. I mean, yeah, I was really <laughs> tired. <laughs> you, you, I was going to say, the times have changed, because I remember when Eric used to come out to Hawaii. That's what I'm saying. we go get the ahi tuna, <laughs> meet up with you and Blaze. Oh, God, wow, no. What was the name tuna. of that shore with the ahi tuna? Pier, uh, not, Pier 21? Oh, Nico's. So, Nico's. Yes. Nico's. Nico's. Oh, my God. It's, it's still around? Delicious. Yeah. And oh still God. cracking. I miss that place. Still cracking. Yeah, yeah, but you know it's good, uh, good times in Austin. Thank you guys. Yeah, man. And here he is, our homie. We already dived into where, where, where we were at. So, uh, Micah Banks, yes, sir. Welcome to Fourth Meal, welcome, bro. Welcome, man. Thank you. I see all your guys' interviews. I Aloha, like, Aloha. <laughs> yeah, um, but um, yeah. Thank you for having me. You guys killing it. Congratulations on Headliner. Thank Killing you. and thank you for supporting my song, Marky Basie, Shameless Plug. No, um, we'll, we'll talk no, about it. Yeah, we'll no, get I, a real I, plug. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, we'll but seriously it. though, Scratchy, the whole gang. I mean. We we're kind of talking off camera and just like, I know we haven't, Eric, you and I haven't seen each other for a while. Pre-pandemic, for sure. Oh my gosh, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I just seen Five recently. Um, Where'd you see Five? In Hawaii? Yeah, Hawaii, yeah. he came out to the, the R&B party we did a couple months ago, R&B. <laughs> um, oh, well, yeah, man, we got a lot to catch up on because like, we haven't lot. seen each other. No, yeah, for real. So you live in Honolulu, yeah. a.k.a. Uh, what's it really called? Because I, I just call like it town. I feel like people. The locals just say we just say town. The town. Town. Just, no, not even the town. Just town. Town. Where are you from? Town. Town. Uh, okay. Yeah. So town means Honolulu. Honolulu. Uh, the big. The big. That's the big island, right? Is no, that what it's I mean, called? Well, on the walk with the main island, yeah. yeah. Main yeah. island, right? That's is. the main island. Okay. And then country is North Shore. North Shore, you know, yeah. like UG locals, like where you live, oh, out west, east, yeah. you know, stuff like that. How how is it in the town right now? I mean, it, it's it is what it is. It's, it's really good. I mean, the clubs are. Fracking. I know yeah. it's been a while since you've been out there. How was how was it during COVID? Oh, oh there was just open. Was, no, it was shut down. There's just like oh, California. Shut down. Yeah. Okay. yeah, we were. They were going basically mimicking California. Okay. Hawaii tends to do that. Both Democratic yeah, states, yeah. so they were kind of like, "What is California doing?" And all that. Stuff. You guys probably had issues with like supply coming into the island, right? No, surprisingly not. Good. But it got to the point. I think this is where I developed my love for Target because you know how you can go only essential places. Oh, bro. Yeah, yeah. So I would. You just didn't like, have a love for Target before. Not What's now. What's not to love? Target's no, no, I I like Target, but this is like, yeah. Oh, I'm just gonna take a no. stroll to Target. Target was the hospital. I remember, I, you know, <laughs> I went to three different Targets in one day. That was like the thing. Like we were that was so me bored. last week. There was lines though. Back yeah, in there in COVID, longer yeah. than a fucking nightclub. You know, it was it was for <laughs> speaking of nightclub. I would see people wear like what they would wear for to a nightclub. To target? to target, to Target. I wow. saw them like Yeezys, like, like, like it was like that during the pandemic because you couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I mean, that's true though. Yeah, like they, I was like. You know, Target is, it's like a neutral country. When yeah. you go there, nobody argues, fights over there. You dress how you dress. Yeah, it's not you like Walmart. Be yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Walmart, you're fighting for some shit. Walmart's yeah, wilding. you just go in and nobody's judging. It's kind of like a neutral country. Going, hey, what's up? You know, everybody goes yeah. there and no judgment. They dress in pajamas and it's whatever, right? But, you know. You get Starbucks there. But, yeah, but you're right, so though. I think, you know what it is? You're you you're used to like, oh, I'm just going to Target. Wear whatever the hell you like. Pajamas, yeah. like you said. But I think during that time, there you know everyone's going there, yeah. And you know you haven't seen a few people in a yeah. while, so like you don't want to get caught slipping when yeah. no, for, you know, especially yeah. girls don't want to be seen. 
we like seeing girls without makeup, but right. they don't like being seen without yeah. makeup, right? But for us, they're like, no, you're fine. Like, and right. they have their mask it on looks better. Too, yeah. But to them, you know, sometimes they want to get, and, and you know, whatever makes them feel better, like, or anyone, like, Absolutely. even to the guys, like, <laughs> you want to dress up, feel good about yourself, go take a stroll and, and target and see people you haven't seen in a while. And yeah. it's a good feeling, you know? Let me ask you this. Okay. So I, I don't know if I'm just OCD or other guys do this, other people do this. So I categorize my clothes. I'll have That's like my errands yeah, clothes. You're like, ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like by color? Yeah. No, no, not like by color, but by like theme. Like, okay, this is what I'll wear, like to the targets, to the Costco's of the world. Not if that I'm running specific. errands. In the closet, like that? In the in the or like just in, your head. in the dresser. Oh, like I'll wear oh. certain things. Like the this is what I dresser. Like, like what I'll wear this to like nah, Target I mean, I, or I, Costco. I separate them with like, you know, long sleeves, button downs. No. Uh, white tees, black, dark. Yeah, yeah, like that's yeah, yeah. for sure. Vintage it has their own section and then right. workout clothes, but not like a Target Walmart tee or anything. <laughs> no, no. So I kind of do, do that as well, too. So there's basically clothes I wear just to like Target if I'm running errands. All right, yeah, yeah, you wearing yeah, that's comfy clothes. Oh, like. I'm wearing like basketball shorts. Yeah. Okay. I'm wearing so like. So you're not a, getting dressed up. You don't no, want to be No, absolutely seen. not. Okay, so I have things that I wear to the station where I wear <laughs> yeah, certain. Yeah. I have like what I. My station. Vintage tees or what okay. I wear in my vintage fits, right? And dress, then I had the nightclub stuff. Do you dress stuff. up better for radio or for Target? For radio. Really? No one sees you on the yeah, radio. Exactly. People see you at Target. Yeah, crazy, right? It's <laughs> insane. <laughs> well, I mean, actually, you know, nowadays you like, like a content. Lot of so, yeah, content, yeah, social media, are recording right? yeah, all the time, radio. even on radio. No, but there's certain things. So I'll wear yeah. like certain things I wear to the station. Okay, this is my because I'm we're there like five days a week, yeah, right? Yeah. So this is where I wear no, when I'm at the what's station. What's your radio uh, shift nowadays? I'm still doing. Oh, I, I, I so I'm the program director of oh, KPHW shit. now. Oh, yeah. Wow. Of where? Of where? KPHW Power. KP so the Power in Hawaii. Power one four three. Programming director. Yeah, I'm the PD Damn, now. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. So I was wow. the APD before COVID. COVID happened. And we came back, and then we did some changes, and then I was grateful that Summit Media they, um, gave they they retained me, and then actually gave me a promotion. Oh, that's a huge um, promotion. That's yeah, the main. That's and the then boss. that, in, and then afternoon drive, which I always wanted. When I got into radio, I said like, I want to be the PD, and I want to do afternoon drive. Afternoon drive is my favorite shift, no doubt. Yeah, and yeah. I do mornings on our island station, the KCCN FM one hundred. So I mean, growing up in Hawaii, you kind of grew up with the with the hip-hop stuff but also you grow up with the local music as yeah. well too mm -hmm. so uh enjoying it there's a we're a small team but it's we're having so much fun i get that's to, awesome man i'm blessed i'm lucky that the people who the company retained are the guys that i'm super close with you know so that's kind of cool to, well you have the power to fire people now <laughs> not necessarily actually there, there's one guy above me the operations manager but i mean it's pretty much we all do have our responsibilities but you have a say if you're a programming director yeah you, absolutely you, you have a say in what's what's on the air, right? Yeah, so absolutely that, you know, working with, you know, the company and stuff. And we're having a blast doing it at the end of the day. You know, Eric, you were in radio before, too. Yeah, get many it. years. Like, just, afternoon drive, too. Yeah. That, like you said, that was the best shift because you get to sleep in and you still go out. Yeah. yeah. Bro, it's 3 to 7 every day. Yeah. Now, that's, that's prime time, too, right? Like that, the uh, drive time? Uh, in radio terms, morning show's prime time. Oh, okay. And then second is Afternoons, afternoon drive. Yeah. So it's like, you know, people go to work, yeah, which is, you know, people come home. But like yeah, for some yeah. reason, morning show is like the one that's like the that's the show. I, I, feel, I just feel the most comfortable in the afternoons. I feel the most natural in the afternoons. Oh, yeah. I can't do morning show, bro. I'm not even awake. Yeah, I would see Big Boy and Liz and everyone coming in at like yeah. when we're when Saif and I were doing um, right. overnights, yeah. we would do it live because yeah. we're so young and like right. and excited to be there. So we were while everyone used to tape it yeah. we would go on live and get smacked and like wilmer nick can all this all our pit bull yeah. all the, all the time slide through. we'd come there and then uh we would leave and bigs coming in and i'm like holy shit bro like i can that's a and he i remember one day i asked him i was like dude how like you've been doing radio at this at this time it was like 15 years in i was like how long did it take to get used to like waking up that early he goes you never get used you to it. You never get used wow. to it. I was like, never? He goes, never. You got to wake up. He goes, it hurts every time. Yeah, you wake up three in the morning or whatever. That's why, you know, morning shows get paid. You just got to have no, like, not no not no social life, but you got to be responsible during the week. Basically. Yeah. Can't even have a glass of wine because you'll feel it'll like hurt. shit. Oh, it'll hurt. I remember yeah. doing morning because I, I was doing mornings for a little bit, covering uh, right before the pandemic, and that was not fun. It hurts. It hurt. Especially and I wasn't going someone out like you that has a nightlife, you know what I mean? 
That's yeah. when it's hard. Damn. Like and the big thing, didn't I, really have a nightlife. And yeah. that's the thing. I don't. I wasn't even partying hard. It was just waking up at three in the morning, and like your whole mindset has to change. Yeah. You know, now if we could produce a morning show and during the day, yeah. that's mm-hmm. totally different, mm-hmm. right? But I feel like it's you know coming from Hawaii where we don't have morning show producers, yeah. we don't have a team like big marches like L.A. or New York. Yeah. I feel like almost if I had that, like it would be easier. Yeah. Because you just come in, do your thing, and then they you're told what to do, what to say. Your or you have your input, but people should help your you. Your shit's ready. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's not like you have to prep yourself. You got to edit the call. Yeah. You got to do this. You got to do that. It's like okay, you have people to help you. Yeah. So I mean, to me, that that was always a you know I grew up such a on California air checks. I grew up such a radio. I grew up with like real radio heads that were teaching me. Yeah. And so, you know, raised on the California air checks, listening to all this. Like, so to me, like when I see, like I get, I think that's cool. Yeah. You know, when you have like the morning show producers, when you have like a team, I was like, man, I always want that. I see what Ryan Seacrest does. And it's like, that's something I saw what Big did, uh, you know, when he was at power, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's like, wow, that's cool to he see. still does it, but at a, you know, at real now, but he's still right. on the radio. It's well, crazy. Yeah. Even look at like Elvis Duran. Like he got a squad. I think his team is maybe even bigger than Ryan Seacrest. Who is it? Elvis Duran. Who's that? I don't know who that is. Oh, he's in. I'm not familiar. I mean, I'm not familiar yeah, with no, radio. Who is that? So. Yeah, yeah, he's in New that? York. Oh, no way. Yeah. On Hot? He, did, he does a pop station. In oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's probably no way I'd be yeah. familiar with that. Yeah. So, so Hot 97 is still, that's still, um, that's not Breakfast Club. That's power. That's power one hundred five. Power. Yeah. Hot is Ebro, right? Yeah. Okay. Ebro, yeah. Ebro in the morning. Yep. Yeah. Damn. They got Old their Ebro. You know, radio fight going on over there too. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. New Wait. York? So the pop yeah. guy over is he a big deal? Should we be up on him? Yeah. I mean, you made it seem like he's bigger than. Yeah. Secret. Obviously, you I mean, like, like, yeah. You know he's TV, like a <laughs> TV him guy and, too. Him and no. Him and Ryan are like the big guys right uh, from my heart. But he's just radio. So yes. he's like the Rick yeah. D's, basically. Like I almost feel like you could say that, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, Rick D's was like, bro, yeah. you know, you know, Rick he's... D's how forty. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, bro, I used to on the weekends, bro. I used to listen to. Yeah. That he's all in the movies. Time. That's insane. Yeah, was it La Bamba or some yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in like literally. I forget. His star is right in front of my so. house. Yeah. Wow, Rick really? D's, yeah, I didn't even know he had a wow. I didn't know he had a star either. Yeah, yeah, it's like on. Big Boy has a star. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not surprised. I mean, he's he's like a legend. Yeah, that's a legend. I mean, I think Rick D's. No, I'm sure he does, dude. He's I know he's, he's a radio guy for sure. I met him because you know at, at one point he came back to radio, right? To uh, when Power had before it was K Day, there was a different station. It was yeah. like a pop, oh, okay. moving or something. It's called moving. Oh, really? Moving ninety three, whatever ninety two. I don't know. Anyway, um, he came back and did and did mornings for a little while. Nice. It was crazy, and I met him, and he was super nice dude, very nice guy. Wow, it's so funny. Like where I. At lunch earlier with a triple XL, Nick Ferrer, and uh, we're just at lunch, and my girl's there, and we're talking all this radio stuff, and she has no idea any other radio lingo. The call, I have no idea when like they're talking her, about. She's radio in her stuff. mid twenties, so yeah, she just yeah, no she's like, clue. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, this food is great though. This salad's amazing. My girl's thirty two, and she like, I was like, yeah, I used to be on the radio. She's like, you were. I'm like, man, you should know me. Wow, <laughs> you know my ego and shit. And like you grew up out here and you didn't know who I was. I'm clearly joking, but she was like, I remember Felly Fell. <laughs> wow. Like, Damn. Shout out to Felly. But that's like, a Felly Fell is, he's, le- bro, yeah, he's, he's legendary. Like, it's Big Boy and Felly Fell. Yeah. Those two, to me, in LA, like, those are yeah. the two LA If you're legend, in your 30s, radio you legends. Yeah, yeah. But, but to, even to this day, Felly, I mean, you think about it. He, before Khaled was Khaled, it was Felly. Yeah. He had anthems. Yeah. yeah. Not just regional. He had yeah. worldwide Well, Get Buck still gets played at, like, NBA games. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I yeah, mean, Kanye. Kanye. His, yeah, his records were, we were, he was on the podcast. Right. He, he had to uh, go beyond the air, ironically, uh, right before we were getting yeah. into the good stuff. We got part but two had, yeah, coming yeah. with him. Part two that'll probably never happen. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but he, I mean, I always thought, you know, like, growing up, you know what I mean? Like, it was, fe- it was Felly first, then Khaled. Yeah, you know, in terms oh, of yeah. that, I mean, just Khaled took it to another level, especially with the social media. The popping. social media definitely, yeah, you know, thing, that really helped. The thing is, the thing about Khaled was, well, aside from social media, pre-social media, he had records, bro. Like yeah. the yeah. thing about Khaled, I think helped him is he really ran with the hip hop culture, yeah, and like yeah. he was part of Terror Squad. Yeah, he was signed. Like he really ran with them. Yeah, and Felly was more. I, I don't want to say like anti the hip-hop scene but like 
definitely wanted to be more open format. That's yeah. why he got like the Pitbull yeah. records and like up tempo records. Cause he was like, damn, like the hip hop, let's be honest, the hip hop scene could be a little rough, you know? Yeah. And Khaled didn't give a fuck. He was, he was on, he like, was in it. Yeah. He was in it, running around with Rick Ross and like whoever from Dade County. Like yeah. he had goons with them, you know? Yeah. Like it was crazy. Like he, he really embraced that lifestyle. What? And I think Felly was kind of like, yeah, but I still want to do everything. Like, especially yeah. being in LA where you, yeah. at that time, it became a little open. Uh, up tempo mm -hmm. radio was like up tempo like yeah. it didn't look good yeah. on on the station because it was like where hip-hop lives and here we are playing like you know black ips uh lmfao remix yeah. like, right it, it was just like a weird time so like i don't blame felly for that but but definitely like khaled was at you know in, in a different yeah. lane to be honest but he same shit came from radio bro i remember my Going to Miami early on in my career, DJ travel career, and I, I forgot where I was DJing. Maybe Cameo. I, I forgot. Yeah. One of those er spots that don't exist anymore. Mansion, Cameo. Might have been Cameo. Uh, yeah, one of those. Yeah. And Cal is on the radio. Yeah. And I was in, in the cab, just like, you know, in the cab back seat. And I like texted him mm -hmm. on the sidekick that I was listening, and he shouted me out. Mm -hmm. And like, <laughs> I was just like wow. yeah. smiling in the back seat of this cab. Like the cab driver has no idea what just yeah, happened, yeah. but I was like so happy. <laughs> so dope. It was dope. I, I look up to Khaled. I mean, you know, just kind of like producing and writing records with my friends. I look, I respected what he did just because he we both come from radio. His hustle is something that. Yeah, the people just see the personality, right? Dude. Honey, honey, honey. You know, he does all, yeah, another yeah, one. They only think that. But, I mean, if you're in radio, if you're in music, you have mm -hmm. mutual friends, you know that man put in a lot of work. I respect him. I think a lot of stuff, the way I put out music as well, how I approach music is from, it's a big inspiration yeah. what he did. I, not only that too, but Feli, what the leakers were doing, what you did writing shots, like all that kind of stuff. I remember when I first met you and you were in shots, I was like, I looked like, wow, Eric did mm -hmm. this. I was like, I always. Is that when I, we first met around that time? Yeah, that's so when like I first started. 2009? Yeah, uh, a little bit after that, 2011, I would okay. say. And I just remember, we're saying this off air, like I've always looked up to you guys, right? You guys always been the big homies in LA. And like, even though we don't talk all the time, but it's always, it's one of those friends or like those colleagues and friends where it's like it's all love like where we picked off the, yeah. uh, oh, picked up sure. the last time we saw each other and that's what i always respected about you scratchy five like all of them like echo vice you know i've always looked up to you guys in terms of and you know when you guys did headliner thank and all you, that bro. i was like thank you man that's thank you. dope and i feel like Bless that's you're gonna you make us always, cry <laughs> no i mean let's just be i mean just i'm just being real i'm nah, from hawaii i'm from it. in the middle of the ocean and you know, like the things I've learned from you guys, how to move, how to travel. Like people are like, oh, you only travel with a carry on. It's like, cause all my, I was like, well, I, <laughs> this is what my homies do. Yeah, like they're yeah. in and out and be like, how can you go to LA and all these big markets and like all these places, cities and just be in for two days. And I was like, well, I learned from scam DJs. I learned from Eric. I learned from five, you know, mm -hmm. sour milk, mm -hmm. vice everyone. And just like how they can do it. And like, there's a yeah. lot of things that even when radio to it, it influenced how I move, how I work, how, when you were on air, like how you used to go in and you used to produce the show and leave, it wasn't just a track and in and out. It was like, wow, real show. That really helped me in my radio career. Wow. The influence and just, and you know, let's just be what it is. Like, it's, if you're in a circle, like it, you know, like if you know people, you know the right people. I was fortunate yep. and blessed to know the right people, to be co-signed by the right people. And you know, especially in this city in LA, that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. It's the co-sign. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Eric Deluxe, all oh, five is co-signing him. This guy's good. I remember being put on first in the in this scene over here. If you don't know anybody, good luck. Yeah. Because everybody's an influencer. Everybody's a rapper, songwriter, singer, all that. 100%. Now it's different. Oh, I'm in a group chat. You're putting me in a group yeah. chat. Yep. Five, Eric, whoever, Scratchy, Mel. Now it's different. Okay, that's your people. He's good. Yeah. You yeah. bypass a lot of that. And I knew that as early, you know, when I first started coming here, hanging out with you guys and whatnot. And I've always had that personality to it. Radio, I'd like, I'd always sit in and gravitate to the, to the vets, mm -hmm. to the veterans, and learn mm -hmm. and not know it all. And even like that, to take it a step further, even in high school playing sports, I come from a uh, big football family in Hawaii, and it's like, I've always hung out with the older, the varsity players, the older, like would listen to the to the players and i took that and you know when i met you guys and just use that as 
instead of sports, you know, with the music and the radio. Did you have NFL producing. dreams at one point? I, <laughs> I absolutely ask, no. not. So you were always I'll tell you music. what, though. You I, was the best dressed, I was the best dressed football player on that field. You're, you're, Deion, you're <laughs> prime time, huh? Oh, you're Deion my, Sanders? He's my favorite player of all time. Of course. I already, if you're you talking, look good, you feel good, you play good. Yep. If you play right. good, they pay good. Hello. Yeah, there you uh, go. Hello. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I was talking when we were talking about uh, putting outfits together for Target. Like, the, the most legendary photo yeah. in football to me is, like, when he's in the locker room and his outfit's on the, on the yeah, floor. Yeah. It reminded me, like, when we were in school, I yeah. used to put my outfits oh, yeah. together a day, the night before. Especially the first day of school. Bro, especially first day of oh, school. Shit. So you would, you would put it on the floor and be like, cool, this is my outfit for tomorrow. Yeah. And, it, that's, and that's, like, wow. the photo with Dion. It's the best. So, I mean, I just kind of wanted to, you know, we haven't seen each other for a while. So I just kind of want to tell you guys thank you. Now, you guys have always, Nah, you I know, appreciate it, bro. We, that's we, uh, How long have you been on the radio now? Oh, my gosh. Right out of Nick high school. Because Nick introduced us. Yeah. Did yeah. you meet Nick first or Echo first? One of those two. Echo. Echo first. So, you know, just writing, producing music. He is, I feel like, an unsung hero to a lot of DJs. Man, he's in I call him the LA. reason. He is, yeah. He, I remember I, I tried to figure myself out. Like, I wanted to be involved in music. Like, what? Why? I know I have the ear. I know I can put things together. And I didn't get to do that till later. And I remember writing with my my friends and stuff. And we used to send stuff. He goes. And I remember one time we are at the club. We were at Addiction mm-hmm. in Modern. Yeah. And then he was with his, an attorney. His attorney. They were hanging out. And this Sounds was when Echo right. was coming out. <laughs> yeah. This was when Echo was getting booked a lot. And I remember he looked at me. He said, don't stop. And I never forgot that. Wow. You so know, that was your first time meeting him? At- no, no. The Echo, I met Echo, oh God, 2009. Okay. And he connected me with Nick. And then that's how, okay. you know, like it was just a. It when was you just met a, Echo, you were writing already or you were just doing radio? It was just starting. Okay, like, just starting. It was like starting that, just trying to feel myself. Well, I was like, okay, I'm not going to sing. I can't rap. You know what I mean? But I've always had ideas ideas yeah. and just basically and that's kind of formulated like where i'm at you know with the producing and co-writing with uh my little bros and my my homies on the on these things and this project unfortunately i fortunately have a really good song with marky bases and really wells number 50 oh, on yeah. the media base yeah let's 40 talk right about now. it congrats thank yeah. you so much and again you know that was just things i've learned from like you putting out records and felly and you know, the leakers and all that like just a big inspiration you know just you guys just letting me be around and you know, in this day and age with, you know, with TikTok and instant gratification, it was one of those things where I was like, no, it doesn't work like that. It just me being able, number one, me being accepted by you guys, that's huge. And me just being around because I'm very observant and yeah. I was able to be like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I learned all this. I remember, I don't think you remember, we was at Red Fool's house. That was uh, one of the first times we were hanging out. It was like a big, it was like a listening party. I think it was Powers doing something at Red Fool's house. And it was like a big listening party. Mondo Fesco was there as well. This really? was like everybody was there. And then they ordered a bunch of in and out And it was the first time I seen a protein burger. I was like, why is it lettuce wrapped, <laughs> wrapped in this? I was like, this is some LA shit. Yes. You know what I mean? I was like that. So I take that kind of stuff back home too when I eat my burgers like with no butter. Whatever. Like, what are you doing? I fuck with her lettuce You know, yo, but for <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. like, what? what are you doing? But then again, people back home in Hawaii not surprised because I did a podcast of how I don't eat gravy. Yeah. And that thing That's went viral. Thing, yeah. Really? You don't eat gravy? And it's oh, he's like a thing where he doesn't eat gravy and people are like, the like they're kind of calling you out, right? Yo, yeah. They're uh, mad at they'll, you? They'll, they're they'll mad, call yeah. me on air. You don't like the taste? I don't like gravy, period. It's disgusting to me. Really? It's gross. It's bland. There's no taste. So like, they're like, you don't even eat with your with your turkey on Thanksgiving? I said, absolutely not. God, I love so gravy. So no loco mocos for you, huh? Bro, no gravy. I just put ketchup on it. What? <laughs> See? I knew that was going to happen. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, actually, I'm not mad. All right. It's funny. I, I was just I just had this the other day. I was like starving and had like some. All I had were eggs. Okay. I had nothing, bro. Okay. Like not even spinach to mix in my shit. Cheese, nothing. Okay. It was like it was Regular a rough egg. one. Yeah. You know, and I was, it was a struggle over. meal. It was a struggle. Okay. So I just made some eggs. I'm like, where am I gonna put? Usually I go for the Cholula yeah. or like okay. hot sauce. And I saw the ketchup there. I was like, mm. I used to eat like my eggs yeah. with ketchup. It was delicious. So I could see how loco moco is fine. Well, it's like, yeah, it's like so, yeah. you got the hamburger patty, it's an egg, yeah. and then mm. it's the rice. But like I can see how that's pretty but good. You know, um, Thank you, Eric. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> no, but in Japan though, they do ketchup rice with eggs. Yes. So you're you know, 
Yeah, it's pretty it right. good. Yeah. So that you, so you, you remember that. you remember eating at Rainbows, right? There's a boneless chicken plate. That's what Rainbows is known for. So I did this podcast. Rainbows is the one in North Rainbows Drive. No, oh, Rainbows that's Drive-in. the one by Waikiki. It's one of our yeah. That's one of my like stops. When I don't I'm think there. I did. So they have a boneless chicken plate. Scratchy nose. And it's like gravy. Rainbows is gravy all over. That's yeah. what they're known for. They put oh, it all yeah. over the rice, the mac salad, mm-hmm. everything. Mm. I'm supposed to go to dinner after, and I'm like, I'm, I love I'm losing my appetite. No, but um, so I I don't I don't not to cut you off. I don't know Hawaiian dishes yeah that well, but I I don't think Hawaiian it's a lot dishes gravy, think for gravy. Sure. I don't oh, yeah. think that because to me like especially oh, like you're gonna laugh, but like one of my favorite places is L and L, bro. Oh, that's cool. that's my favorite, and n- none of the things I like have gravy like that. Like it has barbecue, have, barbecue yeah, sauce, local which is the, you don't eat the local mocha? the Hawaiian barbecue sauce. But you're right though, LL does have like a lot of lo- a lot of gravy dishes. But um, if you eat a local mocha here, then it, no, that's, of course, yeah, that's gravy. what I'm saying. No, no, I, I understand that. But that, to me, that's like the only dish that I can think yeah. of that has it. But if you go to like Zippy's, Rainbow, yeah. I think it's like Hawaiian comfort food. A lot, yes, like comfort spot like Pioneer Saloon. Yeah, oh, I love that a lot place. Of gravy. No, I see. I think the shrimp. What's the shrimp truck? Oh my oh, Giovanni's. Giovanni's. Oh my goodness. The, oh, the and then uh, the garlic chicken. Helena's. Or the garlic Helena's. shrimp. Yeah. Oh, Helena's with the. Yeah, Helena's rip. has no gravy, but it, that's, that's like more like traditional. All my favorite spots don't have gravy. It, it's got. It got really bad. Where it's like not bad, bad, but it's like we did the Kaneohe Parade, uh, Christmas Parade last year, and there's. 3,000 people, and everyone recognized me for the gravy. So it was a TikTok? No, I actually had TikTok. I had one with Bremen Rock. So it went viral. I the, It started with the podcast, went viral, and I started doing like so things So people with were people. clipping that piece or what? Yeah. And just posting it? And then, well, you kept getting reposted. Yeah. And then, you know, I see like Bremen Rock and Max Holloway. And then they're like, you don't eat, like, it was a big thing. I did a video with Bretman and it had like three, just me just being like, oh my God, you don't eat gravy. Thing had like, <laughs> it went viral, like 300, almost 400,000 views on TikTok. No way. Like, it, it's gotten to the point where, you know, like, I, were they the offended? Clubs, like, was it a, oh yeah, so it's offended. like, it's kind of like in the club, they'll like, you know how they hold on a Snapchat, their mm-hmm. Snapchat sign like this? Oh yeah. And then they'll call me out on this, like, Micah, no gravy. Like, it's, it's really. Instead of Bad Bunny, it's like, no gravy. Of, it's either they ask you for Bad Bunny on their phone. Or asking me why I don't eat gravy. That's funny. That's, That's hilarious. Funny, I mean, that is hilarious. Meaning for everybody, but yeah. So I mean, it's one of those things where I mean, it, it's funny. It's now you got to do a song called "No Gravy." You know, we might have to. Yeah, yeah. there it is. No we gravy. Might, Catch we might have to, or like a you know, get some merch going. So yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's a lot of love. Hawaii is very passionate about food. There's a lot of foodies. Oh yeah. Oh man. I mean, you guys know that. Oh, I mean, you guys the been there. Too. I love so, Hawaiian food, man. So many times. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. First stop, Helena's. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we'll hit Rainbow, then Pioneer, then Poke. You know all the spots. Yeah, you know the spots. Yeah, yeah. I, I run with the locals. There, yeah, you guys been there so... I yeah, mean, yeah. five just go, comes randomly. <laughs> like, I see it on social media time? first before I get the text. Like, oh, yeah, mm. I, just, I decided last night I wanted to fly out. Well, no, I played at um, District last time. Yeah. And then I ended up staying, you know, a couple nights. And, you know, you went time. post-COVID recently? Yeah, well, yeah, a couple months year, ago, yeah. Year, yeah. Huh. Wait, that's I the mean, first time back, actually. That's COVID. Scratchy's favorite spot. He, if he, he's Scratchy's the one. You, no, Scratchy he comes and he doesn't tell me, and and I, te- I, I find out on his Instagram story, and then I text him. He goes, "Oh yeah, I'm keen Loki. I'm with my girl." I was Dude, like, he oh. wants to live there, bro. He would live there. Oh, oh you, yeah. You went two weeks. Okay, so are you gonna let me know when you birth? Is that All a right, post cool. birthday delayed birthday trip? Nice. There you go. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna make I mean, it out there again, man. I miss I miss Hawaii. Yeah, but I, I remember the one of the last times I remember you may or ha- may not have one or two alcoholic beverages, and I get this text. <laughs> Where the fuck you at? <laughs> I was like, oh, that that's what time we are. Okay. Wow. I was like, I'm on my way. That sounds like a couple beds. Well, you were with Blaze. Oh, yeah. So, shout so out that, to my that big homie Blaze. Yeah, that makes a lot Double of sense. Oh, man, what's the name of that barbecue spot Blaze took us to? Oh, the uh, Japanese it, barbecue spot. It used spot. to be Hiroshi's, and then they closed, and it became Yoshi's. Blaze oh, okay. is bougie, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it was like the ill And him A5, and you guys have way Wagyu. too much. Like, you guys are in a different tax bracket than I am. I'm just like, can we just go to, like, Genki no, Sushi or go to... I miss Blaze. I haven't seen him. Yokaku. He's doing his thing, so... Yeah. yeah no. I learned a lot from him, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just doing promoting, killing... A, Killing the Hawaii nightlife, and then he evolved in marketing and going yeah. to you know Boston, Boston doing things over right there. Down, so yeah. um, I learned a lot from him. He and we grew up together. I 
known him since I was in elementary. So oh, he's oh, always no been he's always been a big brother to me, and he's done I mean a lot, and he I learned a lot from him yeah, as well yeah. too. Let's talk about your party. Talk since you talking about nightlife and, and promoting so you you do your own party and parties and you're gonna do more you have more ideas you were saying been fortunate enough that you know i the venues that i'm at are the biggest ones in hawaii yeah what's the um, venue so we were doing dave and busters on wednesday i don't know if you've seen the dave video. and busters seen, popping in hawaii yeah, yeah we get like eight to twelve hundred people yeah we're there but it's always been dave wednesday. and busters always been popping out there it was before then it died yeah. pre-pandemic yeah um, and then they ended up buying radio with my company oh, and sure. then myself and my boy ended up being, you know, the talent. And then we got it kind of going up back up again before pandemic. We took over six months before the pandemic and then we got it going. Then we got two years off. Then we came back and we never looked back and ended up being packed every single Wednesday and just killing it. Oh, so you do it weekly. It was, unfortunately we have to, Dave and Buses is not doing that right now. We had to move the party, but Got that Thursday. We started um, at the parlor, our R and B party, R and B. Yeah. Sorry, Franzen, I didn't know that was your party. We <laughs> we looked it up. Trust me, and it didn't pop up. So oh, I'm yeah, sorry. So let's, let's explain. So it. Shout, shout out to DJ Franzen. He's the f- one who started R and B parties. R and B parties just so happens, it's part of my uh, merch. You know, my whole music and merch. Bayside Heartbreakers. B A E S I D E. Bayside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's um. It's a satire. It's a spinoff. Heartbreak. It's kind of like uh, it's you know when you go through heartbreak to kind of laugh it off. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of like a satire of it. So I dropped like we did Bayside disposal, dump your ex, we'll take care of the rest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like things like that. Bayside racing, yeah. ignoring one red flag at a time. You know, like things like that <laughs> yeah. where you put your spin off. Yeah, of course. You know, yeah, yeah, I like heartbreak. That. So and it, it goes off the music as well too. So long story short, we evolved. We did said I'm big on experiences, and I remember when you used to do. The pins. Joy and pain. Joy yeah, and pain. J and P co. That I always thought was dope. And it was like an experience. So that's what we're trying to, you know, I'm trying to with the music and the merch and now the parties, I'm trying to make Bayside a like a, a actual brand. place. Okay. This is not a brand of clothing, right? This is like this is a like we all live in Bayside. Right. Right. This like is an community. actual place. It's a community. Yeah. It's an experience. So now it's like all oh, these parties, you know, R and Bay. A Bayside R&B party. We have a. We're doing a 2000s party pop. Mm. Well, uh, what do we call it? Y2 Bay, a Bayside 2000s mix. Okay. You know what I mean? Before burnt CDs, what did we call it? Mix. Yeah, mix. So yeah. it's like that. They get the stickers, and I took something out of your <laughs> your playbook. Where the Bay's at? So that where the Bay's at was a fun recording. We're wasted off Jameson, and that that's when it should happen. Yeah. We don't even. That guy didn't. Rio didn't even rap. He wasn't yeah. a rapper. I mean, it just happened on accident. Yeah. It's like, but he was funny and he had his own lingo. And we're like, yeah. bro, like, do you rap? No, nope. you do now. You do now. And we took his little Slogan, sayings yeah. and wrote the rap. And boy, was it an experience. <laughs> I bet it was. Each line took like ten takes. And it was like, holy shit. Okay, it was a it was a rough one. <laughs> so, so yeah, we took <laughs> that. Definitely out. rap. So. Yeah. <laughs> That where the bay's at. I mean, I just remember doing that. So it's just it's just branding and like I it, I've noticed, especially you know coming to LA a lot. Everything it's got to be like an experience, right? You're yeah. Not, you look at what the weekend is doing. He plays a full blown character, and that's what I kind of like with music. It's just like oh, I slap an artwork together and put out. I have a song with Marky Basie, or I have mm. a song with so and so, right? It's like it's content. It's a movie. It's like an experience. Like people would drop my last project, Not at the Heartbreak. We did even a short film and all the videos connected. Yeah. Mm. And I always thought to myself, why don't artists do that? And then The Weeknd was the closest thing who has done something like that where it's like he plays a character. And that was like, oh, my God, that's what I'm going to do with my project. Mm. This whole Bayside, Heartbreakers, everything. like that. It's like you play a character. You give them the experience. Mm-hmm. Oh, Bayside's a real yeah. place. You know what I'm so, saying? So explain, explain to me Bayside is a place. Like, is Bayside your, like... The name of the collective, or is it? What do you mean, like a place? It's basically like, like for example, it's like Riverdale. Okay, give me an example. Like when the show, the TV show Riverdale, that's on the CW, right? It's like it was. Ba- you have something like that, right? And it's like instead, you have this. It's like a movie, right? Okay. I I treat my music projects, the EP I did, Night of the Heartbreak. It was the Netflix series. Picture that, and yeah. every single song was a different episode. Yeah. Okay. 
I based it off like that. It's like, wow, this is a real place. So it's basically visuals first and the music. I have really good music. And that would be every video would be it's a soundtrack and it's a it's an episode. Mm. Yeah. Does that make sense? So it's kind of like, OK, this is season one, like Night of the Heartbreak was season one. Now we're doing I'm getting ready to do another EP. It's called What Becomes of the Broken Heart. That okay. would be season two. Right. And all the videos connect and whoever was in my first videos in the first EP are going to be in this video. Mm. So we all play characters. Got it. And that's how I look at music. That's dope. And like yeah, we have to cool. give them an experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now it's merch, you know, and I remember showing five yeah. when I was, we're in the studio downstairs. And it, you know, he gave me a different reaction. Like, you know, usually your homies play something like, oh, that's dope. We give them the, the generic answer. But he was checked in like, yo, this is like really good mm -hmm. it wasn't just oh, yeah, a, I was yeah, yeah. i was like oh shit like you did, like put in some work behind the you know the project and that means a lot and i remember like n that means so much you know when somebody comments like hey yeah. i heard what you said on the radio mm -hmm. like i get it brings me a lot of joy when people make comments about little things i'm i'm, I'm the kind of guy like it's like real like not materialistic things, right? Like, oh, I heard what you said, and they tweet what I said. My break, and it was a mm -hmm. funny break. They'll tweet it, yeah. Or you know, it's like, hey, I watched your short film, Night of the Heartbreak. What did this mean when you guys did this with that? Hey, I stream your song, and they tag you in the story. Little things like that mean a lot to yeah, me. Yeah, when people really appreciate your work, is like, yeah, especially like you know how it is coming from radio. Sometimes we don't even know what the fuck we're saying. Like yeah. we just talk. <laughs> And yeah. then one thing you say can like really offend someone or really make someone's day yeah, in a yeah. good way. And like, you don't realize it. And then, like you said, they might tweet, quote you and tweet you. And you're just like, oh shit, I did say that, didn't I? <laughs> I think, I think if you're a creative and you're an artist, like being complimented on your craft means a lot. Or like, hey, you had a great set. You know what I mean? All right, I always come, like you see yeah. those certain peoples in Vegas, they always come because Fade is playing or Five yeah. is DJing or Eric is DJing. That to me is a like a big compliment. I think no, that's a big sure. compliment. You know, that's, you got to put it up there where the the big, the nicest thing you can say to a creative person. No, especially in today's world where everything is so saturated. Like yeah. I was even talking about this during pandemic when streaming. Yeah. Like I would, that shit, bro, meant so much to me when people would show up to the stream because I knew what the options were. Right. Yep. Not only is every DJ I know streaming at the same time, yeah. there's also every streaming platform like Netflix, there's YouTube, there's content overload. Yeah. And whatever the amount of people, like I, I remember there was, we had uh, D-Nice on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And we're like, damn, like you're talking about his big vi viral moment. It was a Zoom. It was during yeah. the pandemic. And he was just like, I was like, yo, what would you say to the guys that are like kind of discouraged or like, or like too insecure because like they don't want like 10 viewers, right. whatever the case is. He was like, man, like play for your audience. If you have 10 people there, like yep. play for them. And like that's 10 people there that are there for you. Like yep. th it's not zero people. And I was like, damn, that's kind of like. It's that so, also means a lot true, yeah. if you figure, you know, you remember that old saying, like, would you be doing what you are doing if you were rich, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, it kind of, it's kind of like a, a nod to that. And well, too, it's like, oh, well, you would have done it anyway. Remember when you learned how to DJ scratching in your room, turntables, yeah. all that, you did it in front of nobody. Yeah, for free. Yep. You know, you did Didn't it for free. You get paid, yeah. Exactly. And you guys are pretty successful. Do you think about it? You guys may a career like we got like radio and doing what we do we don't my dad to this day doesn't think i work a real job <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah 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 you know no, what i mean i feel you yeah for 100 percent. and you guys took it like I, I i'm blessed to what i'm doing but i'm like wow eric mm. you know five there oh, they're in vegas they're here that they're, they're you're like you all the time i can't even keep up with you remember our dms you know what i mean are you stars yeah, like bro i, I mean can't there, there was a time this summer where like even deluxe was like oh my god dude like you were i'm on, tired look at your schedule dude f you were on the road like four nights yeah. a week summer like, especially because i know how hard yeah. this fool goes and it that yeah. shit is not healthy man like <laughs> Wait, man, this shit yeah. is like tough i was like bro like slow down a little just yeah. a little it's okay you know like you don't fun, need right? that much money. <laughs> You're good. And, and you about the, the, yeah, I'll, it's not about the money anymore. I just, you know, I just, it's a good time, man. Yeah. I just like to have fun. <laughs> there he is. But if you think about it, like, that's crazy. No, nah, it is. 
to be like, it if somebody tells you not ha you have a real job, like it's kind of like a compliment, but kind of like an insult at the same time. Because like, thanks. Oh yeah, yeah. you know. But it, it's we're fortunate to do what we're able to do. Yeah, no, you know? for sure. If you're in music, never, radio, if you're getting money and paying your bills, and actually you don't yeah. gotta work another job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know how many DJs you guys know that have to work another job, and then uh, they do uh, the yeah, DJing yeah. on the yeah. side. And, and the tough, the the tough thing is, it's like sometimes, like you said, with a schedule like five just had during summer like to me i remember having those type of like summers or or runs where i'm like depressed and, and like over it where i'm just kind of like man you know the grass is always greener right where i was right. like damn sometimes i just wish i did mm -hmm. check clock in at 9 a.m and clock out out at 5 p.m yeah. and have my weekends yeah. off and like didn't have to worry about work after 5 p.m right I'm obviously like I don't want that, <laughs> but no, but, I don't. You, you know, like a set schedule. When, you, you, when you're, a set when you're going through aspect, these, right. the thing about our, our jobs is like it, it doesn't stop. Like if yeah. we stop, the money stops. Yeah. Like we have yeah. to work hard for every check. And you're, and if we don't, well, you're creative too. too. You're entrepreneur. Yeah, That's I, why it's if like I, that. If I turn down a gig this weekend, I don't have PTO. You know, pay yeah. time off. Like I don't get a check. Oh, yeah. they're they're not gonna be like oh. You know what? Take the rest, but here's yeah. your money anyway. It's like you don't get the money. Yeah. So you, gotta you, go get you it. have to keep working, keep working, keep working. And then sometimes, like, like I said, if it gets too much, you're like, fuck, man. What would it be like yeah. if I just worked nine to five? After 5 p.m., I'm off, yeah. go to dinner, have wine. But those people who do that, off, but people who they, do the 9 to 5, they job. would yeah. want to do what we're doing. It's the, the grass is always greener right. in yeah. every every in situation yeah. every industry there's some people that will argue that but that's fine but i know sometimes it crosses your mind like what what if this what if i that? can guarantee you 90 percent of people work in a nine to five will give up whatever the fuck they're doing to do what we do yeah the, to do what you do for sure they see we five fun guy five over here <laughs> nah, nah, five true. skis yeah no, no it's, you know it's true but like i said sometimes you dive into it and you're like damn yeah. it's not all Fun and games, you know. I think hurts. what we do too. You got to be built different. Yeah. Well, yeah. Radio yeah. people slash DJs who actually make a living off this. You got to be built. Musicians, artists, you got to be built yeah. different. Just like when I was talking about earlier, where people trip out, like, how can you be in LA for thirty six hours, go to Arizona for seventeen, and come back home? I was like, well. My excuse, you know, even like how I put so much effort on my radio shows when I'm not there, when I'm on vacation, how I plan everything out. I have my best ofs. I said, well, I saw Eric Deluxe do it. I saw the leakers do mm -hmm. it. I saw Feli do it. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, what's my excuse? Mm -hmm. I always held myself to a bigger standard. And, you know, back home, sometimes there might be this Alma crap syndrome. I think that you get that anywhere, though, too. But it's kind of like, you know, I always try to hold myself you know, back home, sometimes there's some people that may not care for me or whatever. And I think it's just when you're in a platform and when you, people can see you, it's like you're going to be scrutinized more. But it's like, no, I just try to, like, I want to do better. I see my homies, what you guys are doing. I was like, well, if they can do it, why can't I do it? What's my excuse? Mm -hmm. What is, you know, I see Vice doing his thing. I see all our, our artist friends that we know. Like, if they can do it, why can't I do it? What's it like in a town like Hawaii, um, having big dreams and doing things like being on a radio and and uh coming out with records and traveling yeah. like is there a lot of like small-minded like local hate and i'm not talking about just hawaii in general like uh, uh, la is just a different beast la right. new york because it's it's people here from every part of the world that are here to to become successful yeah. for the most right. part um but i know some some places people are afraid to dream big because like yeah. They don't want to come off as Hollywood or, you know, you think you're too good for us right. type stuff. Like, do you feel that at all? I'm blessed that the followers that I do have, like the people that I've met, you know, have always been supported. They thought they think it's super cool, you know, and very supportive. I mean, you know, and I do a lot. I do all the big nights back home, right? All the clubs and stuff, too. I mean, you're going to always... Not everybody's going to love you. And no, that's part of it. Never. And especially like some guys, like, I, you know, like when... There's girls always around, even though that they're your friends or it's not even like that. You know, it's like, oh, Eric, you know, oh, oh yeah, he Hollywood, right? Or whatever. <laughs> but I, I don't get involved with any drama back home if there's any, because it's kind of like 
I have bigger dreams and aspirations with like the music and I love what I do. I'm being blessed. So I wake up, I get to be on the radio every day. I get to work with close friends at my at the radio station. You know, I come here, I get to hang out with you guys. Like I don't don't yeah. stress about these little things. And I can imagine yeah, no also to. like and I'm focused there, on my goals. There being a right. sense of pride too that like yeah. one of their own like is doing records, you know, with artists and, and traveling. Like that's also a You know, good... the past like couple of years I've really been seeing like just being complimented on my craft and my artistry and like all the you know, like the music and like the merge and the rollout, like being complimented, like, oh that's cool. That's dope. dope. That's been really cool. Nice. You know, nice to experience. Nice. I'm blessed too, even my radio show, Power's doing really good back home and just being one of the top rated, you know, yeah. radio shows in the in the state so i'm like i don't have time to hate i don't have time to worry about if somebody's hating on me i'm like at the end of the day i get to wake up and do what i love that's yeah. just what it really comes down to hell yeah you know that's dope and i want to talk about um your record and how you put it together because i feel like we get we get asked a lot about um radio mm -hmm. radio questions mm -hmm. and is it important to be on the radio it's safe to say because you're on the radio, you're able to work with artists. You're I mean, able to build relationships. So, like, I, yeah. I think that's an important subject to touch on. Where, like, even though people think radio isn't what it used to be, sure, there's way more platforms nowadays with streaming and stuff. But, like, if you really do things the right way and, like, help artists yeah. as they're coming up and Sometimes they forget. Yeah, let's be honest. You you've you've seen artists yeah. come up and like switch it up on you. Yeah. I've seen it many times. Um, but sometimes you have the good the good artists that will remember what you did for them and they'll bless you with a verse or a song yeah. and like. And those are the type of things that are still important to to this day for if you're on the radio and it and you're proof that in any market it can happen. Yeah, absolutely. It's just relationships and whatnot. And anytime you know. It's to the point where even you know, any artist I work with, I make it clear to. I'm just not thinking, oh, just because we do a song, you're gonna get on the radio. No, right, I, right, I don't. Right. I separate me as a program director and me as a producer and writer. I separate both. Right now, if it happens organically, so be it. But at the end of the day, I know how radio works. Now you want to hear the story. We gotta show the streaming. There's so many other things plays a factor in it as well too. So I mean, I just love what I do, and I'm blessed that it's you know you met, to meet artists and build that relationship with them and. You know, I've I've done that a lot. You know, when like when arts come through, I'm kind of like the liaisons in Hawaii. Like, hey, let's yeah. do this, let's mm -hmm. do that. You know, it's things that you. Are you the local fixer? I mean, it's just one of those things where it's yeah, like no, for sure. you you just you do good by people, and yeah, it, yeah. it returns no matter if they're artists or regular people or yeah, yeah you know, yeah. like regular nine to five doing whatever. I mean, we're all regular people, but you know, like just doing what we're doing or if you're not doing you just always treat people like you know when i go to the club i have a thing i tell all the security high all the bar backs the bus boys to the bartenders because we're all one team bro we just talked oh, about yeah, this we, on the last episode we're all one team it doesn't who cares if we're on the flyer yeah, yeah. that doesn't make us better than the bar back yep. mm -hmm. i shake everyone's hand i give everybody their respect because it's like at the end of the day we're a team it's a club yep I'm not better than anybody because I just think it's so dumb. Yeah, bro. I was like, bro, really? Like, you could have been digging a ditch or doing so a job that you don't want to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why you gotta? Why you gotta switch up on people? Yeah, I can't have no egos, man. That's no another egos. question that that we like to ask, and it's a tough one to answer, obviously. But if you weren't doing radio, doing music at all, zero music, yeah. what would you be doing? So, like, what would your dad consider your real job to be? You know, just <laughs> football. <laughs> no, so funny you say that. So, I mean, I remember when I graduated high school, I thought I was just, go I just wanted to go to a small college, play football, go to college, and then come back, teach PE, and be a football coach. Okay, that's what I thought I was going to do. Okay, that's good. Did it happen that way? I ended yeah, up yeah. doing yeah. what I'm Pursuing doing, music, yeah. and that's this awesome. is my. And it's funny when I go back to my high school, my alma mater, they were like, "Yeah." We're not surprised you're doing what you're doing because my number with it, I would always talk in class. Um, not a class clown, but it's like I just, just social. Yeah. You know, I really didn't get in trouble. They would, all my teachers know I was, you know, good hearted where it's like, oh, that's just my, you know, like, hey, chill. Okay, cool. But it wasn't like this guy's a bad kid or whatnot. <laughs> I would just always be social. Grades? 
Hmm? You have good grades? Of course not. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, of I course. I barely, I mean, I was like, I just I did what I did get by. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I didn't even graduate. Fuck. I, I didn't my graduate GED. either. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. You at least got your GED. Yeah. I didn't even get shit. Well, I mean, look at you, you now. Did pretty, but uh, this, this goes into the fact where, like, you're creative. Like, I'm not a role model, that's for sure. Yeah. No, um, you can't say that because look what you did. Nowadays, I think it's a little different. Uh, I remember growing up, it was a little right because it's upon. like I would yeah. lie. I would yeah. I, like now I'm I'm comfortable saying, yeah, I dropped out of high school. Yeah. Not, not proud of it, but like it just wasn't for me, yeah. you know. And it's Same. it's not for everyone, and yeah. and that's just the honest truth. Like I look back now, and I'm like, shit. If I would have got good grades in school and learn all I can learn. Like I'm there's nothing that I learned that I'd be using today. Literally nothing. Three X plus two Y. When do you ever yeah, use when? that? You, nothing. Need you know what you need when school needs, you need your basic arithmetic yeah. and life lessons. Yeah. yeah. Life lessons. Like Learn when, how you, to when invest. the last time you use algebra. Yeah. No. Never. <laughs> no, but it's like to invest to like how to, Dude, you know what a, I mean? Yeah, for sure. Be an adult. It should be more catered like, like every day. You know. Yeah, they need to redo the way they teach because, like, and the way they mental teach is all this way. Yeah, a, a, absolutely, a, a class. Yeah. Um, you know, like you said, just yeah. uh, financial stuff. They didn't teach you any of that. It's like history, uh, English Science, class. Biology. I'm like English class. Where we speak English. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, what? but it's like it should be the basic that, and then it should be like in high yeah. school it should be all like life lessons yeah. kind of things. Yeah. And at the end of the day, everybody learns different. Like I used to daydream all the time and draw and think of creative stuff. My mind would always be racing with creative stuff. And, you know, back home, we never really had an outlet for that. So I kind of relate to you on that, where it's just like, yeah, it's not yeah. for me. But my son, he, he's 13 years old. He's 3.8 GPA. Like, he's really good in school. And that's him, too. Awesome. But it's like everybody learns different. And you know what? You made your – you found your calling. Like, you knew what you wanted to be. You know what you wanted to be. So – Yeah, I think you kind of grow you know, into – you kind of – like, growing up, I didn't know what a creative was or a yeah. creative mind was. I don't – like you said, I just think I I, I can't focus on something. Same. Yeah. I just think, and I didn't even, and this was even t before I knew what even like uh, ADD was or yeah. any of that ADHD, right? Yeah. Uh, I didn't know what anything was, even dyslexic or whatever. I didn't know what the hell. That, I'm not. I don't I know looked, if I am or not, but I I, I didn't know any of those <laughs> terms, you know. And I just feel like I always looked at things like you remember the Minority Report with Tom Cruise, and he has all the screens, and he's like, yeah, like yeah. that's how my mind works i see oh, yeah. everything all over the place i'm like, like that okay here here i don't like to focus on little details i get i get anxiety on little nuance like little things like that but the big picture yeah i get i get crazy i, I didn't sleep last night my anxiety yeah. just like i love like people hate mondays typically i love mondays yeah. just like the fresh week boom yeah. boom boom but it just got so much shit going on like with projects right now we're like my mind was racing and like yeah. I couldn't sleep and, I, and it's like it drives me crazy bro like I hate it like it's not a good because then you wake up today depressed because you were ready to start the Monday yeah. new yeah. week fucking let's go and then you just feel like shit like groggy and I'm like god damn man so I was in here just bummed out <laughs> yeah. just tired like it's just like it's a it's a insomnia is just a very depressing thing you know and I I've done better I got a lot better and then um mm -hmm. just for some reason last night couldn't sleep everybody has their bad days and yeah. you know what i mean all that especially when your mind creative like my mind never stops like i'm always thinking i'll bust my phone out right on my notes or i draw something down and it's like it's weird it's like how you know prophets had visions like that's what it feels like i feel like my creative my creativity is like visions i have and then i just start writing things down or i gotta do this i gotta do that and then you know if i need to get on the phone with my boys i produce i'll call them anytime like hey we gotta do this we gotta do that and like i have that anxiousness like okay we gotta do it now Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my mind is, I understand artists who are like that. Like, oh, I get it now too. Damn. No, it's, uh, what's some of the things you, you have a clear vision of, if you don't mind sharing, like what, what are some things that are next for you that you really just can't stop seeing and like want to execute it? Is it who just am new, I as a producer and writer? things for, for like for new music? songs? New, yeah. Okay. It's, it's who I am as like, and as actually like a creative too, even whether it's on the radio or not, I just think I have a better sense of who I am, like who I am as personality on the radio and as a producer writer. I know my line. I love that. Or, that's I, like I know a, my lane, you know. It's such an important thing is just to know and have a plan. 
Like it's the yeah. worst feeling when you have so many ideas and like don't really know which one to chase, and then you end up being stuck. It's that stuck feeling. I it? think I think the storyboarding when I talked about the music like Bayside. Okay, what's my brand? This pop R and B vibe. Okay, this whole Bayside. This is a universe. Like you know, it keeps me focused on you, that as you well. Write too. Things, you write these things down. Yeah. You're like a mood board, yeah, vision like board that, type exactly of thing. Exactly what it I love is. That. I said that's what it is. Okay, so this is the foundation. This is who I am visually as an artist, right? Okay, cool. This is why I'm Bayside. It's the 1950s diner, Letterman jacket. You know the you know the biker jackets, the grease yeah. vibe, Riverdale kind of vibe. And then this is what I my humor as a personality. That's why you have the satire with the Bayside Heartbreakers merch. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bayside Racing, one, you know, ignoring yeah. one red flag at a time. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's funny. And the merch is actually dope. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when you hear what I talk about on air, it's like, oh, if you know me, you're like, oh, that's Micah. That's how Micah really is. Right. So it's really, I would say, just knowing who I am as an artist or creative. Because it makes everything else easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah my, funny it comes my, natural, you know. Yeah, my girl, she goes like, she loves like the real hard hip hop stuff. And she like, I love your songs, but you know, like she likes that kind of stuff. I was like, well, like, 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 uh, like, like, uh, NWA or what? Nah, what like, kind no, of, like, how hard? Like, like we talk about money bag, yo. Yeah, like, oh, she's talking okay, about, like, okay. you know, we bumping that. We listen to the little Dirk. We listen to Roddy oh, Rich and the shit. whip. Mm-hmm. And I love that. But when you see me, I don't look like we talked about hip hop can be rough. I don't, I'm not in that lane. Yeah. 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 Like, I'm more in the, Pop leaning R and B lane, you know okay. what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be all yeah. with the thugs, and you know what I mean. Like it's gonna be like a pop R and B, maybe a little rhythmic vibe, but nothing like. A little bit of Drake. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's in that lane. Exactly, that's a pop yeah. star, bro. Let's you know exactly. That's what it, and that's who I am as a producer artist, and even nice. on air, it's like that's how I, that's who I am because I feel like that's the most authentic. People are gonna see that, like, okay, that's really Micah, yeah. right? He's like, why are you? We well, got goons in the background, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, no, we're not gonna do that. Yeah. I think it's really tough because people like us, we have like such wide open minds when it yeah. comes to music in general, but like anything. And it's tough when you, you're open-minded and love so much shit and then you yeah. try so many different lanes and like it might not seem true to you. Yeah. Like it, even though it is like, you know, shit, I was, I grew up listening to like Morrissey, Smith's Cure, you know, and and then like during pandemic is the first time anyone's ever seen me DJ it. And they probably think I was like, oh, he just learned his genre, like he's bored during COVID. And then and then it's just like, nah, like this is middle school. I was listening to this. I got like tattoos of Morsi songs. Like that's how yeah, that's how crazy it is. But I mean, but it's tough because like, yeah, well, I I, we speak about this, but then we go to Vegas and then we're playing big room yeah. EDM and it's just like, oh, these guys are big room guys, you know, or you go to a, but that's your, back I in mean, the day, a club your... like Avenue or hip hop, you're playing hip hop and it's just like, yeah. oh, the hip hop guys, they don't really, it's just like a tough, it's tough to be so open and wide and, and like, and be accepted for it all. Yeah. It's really tough. Yeah. Because in the last stuff, you know, lot, we yeah. do, you know, in the clubs, right? Like, I, a lot of my songs, you can't, maybe the one I have with Mark, because it has an Afro beats kind of vibe to it. And, you know, it's just one of those things where, but we, you know, we do all the hype shit, like, exactly what you're going through. But then when you hear my music, you don't, my music, you don't play in the club. Yeah. Right. You know See, what I mean? See, that's a challenge, too. When I was making music back when, right. when we first met, dude, my songs were, like, some, I was trying to, like, produce and, and make club friendly stuff but sometimes that just wasn't the vibe in the for the day in the studio it's just like you i think my like, music is more my personality that's why it comes right. off more and authentic then, and then it's tough because it's yeah. like even someone like chase b like yeah we've known chase forever and like i know his his club sets and then his music was like not what his sets are yeah. it's more vibey don toliver yep. you know ashton yeah, like all his yeah. friends and it's just like not club music but yeah. he that's the shit he loves like yeah. When you're in a studio with them, like, bro, he's like singing word for word, help writing the stuff. Like, this is what he really loves, you know. But like, you might you might expect, oh, it's a DJ. You yeah. need a club record. You might expect a club record from him, even though that. And that's what's tough, cause yeah. like, us as DJs, we want to support yeah. him, but we didn't have a place to play the songs too. Yeah. yeah. Well, that makes it tough. It you does. know. I mean, Zach Bia too. You know, like he does like the club sets and yeah. that too. His records are like dance records yeah, yeah. but like, not even but really 
dense records we could necessarily no, play in no. Vegas. They're actually good, really great records too. Like we can play it on our show on Fade You, but like right. But yeah, like as far as like putting our sets, yeah. like it's kind of tough. Like no, and that's what I struggled with before too. You know, with my first tough project. Yeah. I mean, first couple songs were like like real like rhythmic kind of. I had screenshots with Pilo, and then I had another one Want to with I Am Sue, Jar Castro, AD. Damn. You know what I mean? That did really well on um, streaming. Mm-hmm. But that was more rhythmic rapping with the singing hook. But you know, but I evolved into more of the R and B pop because that's just more me. It's more authentic, right? So yeah. yeah, I mean, I can relate to what they're going to as well too. So I mean, I, I think it's just a different. It just shows your different personality as an artist. Yeah, right? I, at the end of the day, man. Like, all you gotta do is keep trying. I forgot who said this. It might have been Diplo, or some. It might have been Diplo. He was like. He, he's a king of like yeah. bouncing genres yeah. king like you'll hear his records and he'll and go he from kills a, it in all genres he'll go from a down tempo yep. like vibey yep. juice world type of record or he'll it's go like tech house record tech house he'll country go country big room yep. trap like he goes everywhere and he's just like well look what he does is like as diplo and then as major laser like yeah. it's yeah. too you know what i mean and as jack you and all that yeah when, exactly when they had that but but he he said something like he said uh he said, yeah, I just put out as many records as I can. He goes, even if they don't do anything, he goes, no one ever remember, remembers your bad records. They yeah. just remember the good one. Yeah, like that's they, facts. They, you might even say you produced a record and say a tank. Like People would be like, oh, shit, I forgot about that song. Like yeah. They're not, yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. thinking of they're it. Like, oh, my as, God, it's garbage. They're not looking at Diplo and thinking of his failures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, I think that's important for people that produce music. It's like... Yeah. You might be afraid that you're not putting out the one, but like, dude, just put out every fucking keep, yeah, song, tell everything, and you never know what's gonna catch fire. Yep, yeah. And if one catches fire, guess what? All the other shit you put out doesn't. No one even remembers, yeah. and they're not gonna bring it to your face. Like, damn. And some might resurface because people will go back to your catalog. Like, yeah, you oh, never know. Some were like, oh, probably shit. just ahead of their time. Yeah. yeah. And you, you know, bring you about never... yo. I mean, look at now. Okay, I mean, the weekend die for you. Seven right. years old. Then all of a sudden, that was a big song earlier this year, last year. You know what I mean? Like, that just came out of nowhere. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know and that. On radio. Oh, sorry, on radio. Okay. We started uh, playing it. It was like, it was getting, it went, you know, from an old category to like, as actually played as a secondary record or really? a power. Wow. Yeah. Oh, See, I'm, yeah. A, I'm not up on my radio shit. Yeah, so Man, that's, that's what happened. That, you look Is at uh, Chris Brown, uh, you know, under, what, under the Influence. Oh, Under the Influence. That one, too. You know, it, that was out for a while. All of a sudden, that was like a project or two projects ago. We're playing it like it just came out. No way. Yeah. Is this TikTok yeah. or what's going on? I think Probably, it's that, too. Yeah, yeah it's it that, too. It has to be TikTok. has to be, right? It's always so funny. It's always TikTok. And, you know, before I get out of here, I just wanted to say, too, like, you know, when you talked about the content and, like, hesitated what to put out, a good friend of mine back home uh, at Clown in 808, he's, he's a pretty big influencer back home. I just remember I was in my, like, I didn't know what to do, whatever. He goes, just do it. He said, you just do it. Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of the things that I've done that going viral back home are, it's like real candid stuff. Like me and Max Holloway, me and Doja Cat, uh, you know, Bretman Rock. It's just me just like as if I was posting on a story. Right. Instead, and it, But instead of a story, it's a real. Right. And he said, just do it. Mm-hmm. And I said, wow. I said, you're right. And that's why, you know. It's all about the content. People just want that organicness. Even yeah. like social media managers and you know brands, like instead of the fully produced stuff, no, they want more of the real. The yeah. raw. Look at the raw, stuff yeah. that on TikTok that goes viral. It's not yeah. the produced yeah. kind of stuff. So, and like you said, just fucking do it. It's it's really yeah. like, can't if you're afraid to fail, like that's that's a failure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, be, you know, like you can't be yeah. afraid to fail. Like no one's gonna remember you those. Like from it. you th- you think of all these uh entrepreneurs bro all these billionaires you know how many companies they started yeah. until the one caught fire and, be, and yeah. sold for billions no one no one's going to talk about the failures yeah you know no one's going to talk about those yeah. they, they're going to talk about the winners the, yep. your success yep. right. and i think too if your heart you know is in the right place like we didn't do what we're doing like oh my god we get all these girls and we're gonna you know try to be rich it was like you were perfecting the craft you know djing in your bedroom at 14 15 16 or whatever and just practicing right you know and just you live you i always say this you know you always stay ready so you never have to get ready of course and again it goes out to, would you be doing this if you're rich i'm pretty sure we all would i mean mm-hmm. 
we have a f we're grateful to live a a fun life yeah and it, this is a good you know? example of uh staying ready as you're here yeah. you this wasn't even planned mm -hmm. um i know scratchy hit you last minute and you had plans and you're like you know what i'll come yeah you're like I'll, I'll be there and that's like a lot of people not to say that this is gonna blow up your career but it is <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah remember this Mike no but yeah I mean clip that it was one of those things where you know I just I haven't seen you in a while and I, mm -hmm. I know I hit you know five and scratch you like he was yeah. like hey I'm coming here a podcast whatever and actually the last time I was in LA I know if I was like, oh you want to do it and we just didn't get didn't a chance to out. but I mean you and you guys are supporting right now you know like having it on as a banner and putting it on your on your website is huge you know yeah. you guys built headliner music club from the ground up and that's insane what you guys been doing and i'm i'm glad that it's exclusively on headlinermusicclub.com mm -hmm. i tell you and but you guys i mean you guys are my bros like literally like the guys i've known for how long so it's like you know like yeah. why not you guys do it and i just i'm great thank you for your support nah, thank you man we know you have a dinner thank you tonight oh, but yeah. uh Plug, plug your socials, plug your song, let let uh, the people know what's yeah. good. At Micah Banks, M-I-C-A-H-B-A-N-K-S. Uh, right now with Marky e. ba Basie streaming all platforms. He's doing really well right now. Nice. Um, and if you're ever in uh, town, you're ever Hawaii, in Hawaii, yeah, you're in, in town. <laughs> Pull at, up. Is it at town or in town? Uh, if you're in town. Okay, in if town. you're in town, holler at him. Might take you to, what's the ahi tuna spot again? Nico's. Nico's. Yeah, Nico's. <laughs> You know, <laughs> and we can go to Rainbows, but I'm not eating gravy. Wait, what's Rainbow? Okay. All right, tell Rainbow me. Rainbow Drive and Scratch. Acapo Hulu. Rainbow. Yeah. You've I never been, been there. It's amazing. I'm pretty Are you sure. Because sure? there was a time you were coming there a lot. Yes. Pause. But you know what I mean? You were, you were traveling to Hawaii a lot. Yes. You went on like a crazy like run. You were there kind I of did. a lot. And I felt like you ate there before. So. I definitely ate at Nobu. <laughs> that, is, that doesn't See, exist you, anymore. You make it too no, much no, no, money, no. It wasn't me. Uh, I, I was with D. Shout out D. Murthy. I was with him. Yeah. And for some reason, that was like the only place uh, we could eat. But, but Helena's is a, always a go-to. Yeah. Giovanni's is a go-to. Zippy's. And then um, Zippy's is huge. Where's Zippy's? Zippy's. That's like our Denny's. Yeah. Okay. Never That's been a Zippy's. The late night spot though. It's a late night spot. Uh, uh, Blaze used to take me to the Nordstrom Cafe. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Pineapple. No. Is it it's called Roskello's now. Roskello. Okay. And they're known, they're plantation. Well, I would get tea. the local moco there. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that the one at the North Shore? It, it was the, no, 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 not it over was, there. Uh, no, it was the Pineapple Room. Where's pineapple Room is Ala Moana. Yeah, yeah. Pineapple that's our go to spot. That's in the mall, right? That was in yes. the mall. Yeah, yeah. That was the that's one. That's not in Nordstrom. That's something else. No, that was in Macy's, and it's not there Macy's. anymore. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. okay, okay. No, so no. Inside the, okay, Pineapple Room and Macy's. Alan Wong's restaurant. But he's still around, but that restaurant's not there anymore. Okay, that was my shit. Yeah, I used to get well, the yeah yeah. Oh, man. so we come back to Hawaii. We're not eating gravy, okay? No, nah, I'm eating gravy. This podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, thank you, Michael Banks. Thank Appreciate you, man. it, bro. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you Go for check out me. his music. Check out his merch. Check out his parties. Yep. Go to Hawaii. Hang out. Not nah, for real. Like his parties in in Hawaii. We gotta times, come. We gotta man. pull up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm gonna do oh. a set. Don't tell Suja though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we just we told him. Suja doesn't listen. Yeah, he does not gonna see yeah. this part. You know. Thanks, guys. Peace. Thank you.